Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Strip by Sia, your podcast for strippers, sex workers, and all the fancy naked people in between. I am your host, Steph Sia, aka Kimchi, former exotic dancer, current content creator, uh, pole dancer person. That's me. <laughs> Lots of weird titles going on here. But as if titles really well, mean anything. <laughs> but this lovely voice that's speaking with us today on the show is Miss Sasha Bell. Sasha, say hello to the audience. Hello, audience. <laughs> happy to be here. <laughs> we are so happy to have you. And it's been really cool because we've had a lot of listeners of the show and also Sasha's fans request her to be on the show. So... Thanks, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Overall fan favorite here. So the topic that we're going to be discussing today is sex work and motherhood. And motherhood is a huge, huge topic. And Sasha's going to share with us her experience because you're a brand new mother. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Yes, I am. Uh, six months exactly on Monday. Oh my goodness, that is crazy. Yeah. yeah. Oh my well, gosh. And a little bundle of joy. Oh. Tears and joy. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of tears and joy for sure. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but we're definitely going to get into that because you've also returned recently to work um, at the strip clubs too. So it's. Going to be an interesting topic to, ta- yeah. to talk about today. Yeah. yeah, I just finished my first week. Oh my gosh, great. Like, I can't wait to hear all about it. I also cannot wait to get to know you. And also for the audience that doesn't know Sasha, um, we're going to kind of get into who you are, what you do, um, in your north, on your own terms. Because I know that, I mean, I don't know you personally, but <laughs> I, I know that you are an exotic dancer, um, I guess, here in the West Coast of Canada. And I actually remember seeing you perform because I was really barely on the circuit, but I did do, um, what was that one at Caddyshack? It was like Miss Nude West Coast. Or Miss Nude West Coast. Yeah. yeah. And I remember um, I had never done any type of stripper competition before. I'm a trained pole dancer, but, like, I had never done a stripper competition before. And I remember seeing yours, and I think you had this, like, Space Jam kind of theme or something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, this is so unique. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, so that's definitely one of my favorite shows. Yeah, that, that I, performing that show, I think that was that Rookie, maybe? Oh, maybe, yeah, Rookie, rookie of the Year or something. Yeah, yeah, and that was the first show I had put together. Wow. And, um, yeah, I just remember getting on that stage in that costume, and I was like, I'm living out my fantasy right now, because I love <laughs> Space Jam. Who doesn't love Space Jam? <laughs> Such a classic. <laughs> but we're definitely right? going to get yeah. into all that competition stuff, because that was like, amazing and I was like how did you even come up with like a theme like this like it's just so cool like amazing (laughs) thank you (laughs) but like I have defined you as an exotic dancer but I want you to tell the audience like who you are on your own terms in your own words and go uh so yeah I'm an exotic dancer stripper ripper whatever you want to call it I don't (laughs) really 
<laughs> to many terms, to be honest. Um, I don't do anything else other than dancing. Um, that is my, my passion. That is where my fire is. I love the stage. Yeah, so I'm an exotic dancer. Very cool. And the Stripper. stage loves you. <laughs> the audience loves you. <laughs> How did you, like, get into stripping? Like, was it always something you wanted to do? Is it because you had a dance background, anything like that? Or, like, what is your story behind that? Uh, I have a small dance background. Uh, When I was really young, I did jazz and ballet. Mm, Um, I think I quit that around 13 or 14. It just, the style wasn't, (laughs) clearly wasn't for me. Um, And then once I turned 19 and I could start going to the bars, I went to a strip club. And I just, I fell in love. Like, I loved the atmosphere. I loved the ladies. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously the money. I was like, well, wow, like, this is this is nice. And I remember, I can't remember her name, but she had long red hair with, like, straight across bangs. And she sat down in front of me because I was in the front row. Mm-hmm. And she did, like, the butt isolation where you move one butt cheek at a time. Oh, yes. And I was mind, <laughs> yeah, right? I was mind blown. <laughs> and I went home that night and tried to do it myself. And I was like, I, I need to do this. Like, this is something that I feel I need to do. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I was nearly 19 at the time. Wow. And then I started dancing, I think I was 25, 4, 24. Okay. So it took me a while to do it, but when I finally did it, I was like, yes, this is where I'm supposed to be. Yes. (laughs) And you're super talented. Like, how did you, because you took, okay, obviously, so you saw your first show at 19, and then you started dancing around 24-ish, 25-ish. What Uh made uh you, like, finally decide you wanted to take the plunge? I feel like it's the one thing that really cat- like catapults a lot of things for a woman and it was a bad relationship. Oh, <laughs> I got shoot. out of a I got out of a really bad relationship and I just it was something that was in my back of my mind for so long and this person didn't enjoy going to strip clubs so and I always have like that that's been my thing. Mm-hmm. So when we separated I was like I'm going to be a stripper now. Like wow. I I made my decision. That's it. I'm doing it. That's awesome. <laughs> Can you tell the audience about, I guess, um, maybe your first time dancing? How did you even get involved with that? Because sometimes uh, a lot of women will go to do an amateur night first, or some people talk to club owners, or what was your process in kind of getting started and getting your feet a little dirty? Yeah, so I, I had no idea that amateur contests were even a thing. Like, I knew nothing about the world other than, like, seeing these pretty girls on stage get naked. Like, that's all I knew. Yeah. So I actually, (laughs) I contacted uh, Stripper, the uh, agency in BC, directly Mm -hmm. through the website. And I was like, I want to be a dancer. How do I do this? And I got a reply back saying to do, you know, they generally do, like, an amateur night and then, kind of go from there mm-hmm. so when I was finally ready I contacted them and I was like okay like I would love to do an amateur and I was living in Victoria at the time and they said that there was an amateur at the penthouse mm-hmm. um the following week on I think Wednesday or whatever it yeah, was Thursday or so something. I hopped on the, yeah whatever day, <laughs> day um, I hopped on a ferry for that night so I went there, I did the amateur, um, I ended up placing first in the amateur, Yes. and then I went back to Victoria, 
and I, I didn't pursue it right away. I decided to kind of hold off. I was working another job, so I was like, well, I don't know. So this was, I think, in July. Okay. And then I contacted the agency again probably, I think it was October. Okay. Maybe October or November. Yeah, so it took me, it took me a while. It wasn't instant. Mm-hmm. And they were having an amateur at the Fox. And I was oh, like, oh, yeah, yeah, great. Like, the Fox is awesome. Yeah, totally. So I went and did that, and I placed first again, and then, again, I didn't contact the agency right away. They ended up, call- they ended up calling me, and they're like, so you've placed first twice. Are you going gonna to do this? I was like, well, I mean, I, I could try a week, I guess. And uh, so they're like, okay, hey, well, we're going to book you. <laughs> Um, okay but the the agent was like but we need to get you a new name because for the amateur I was using the name Sapphire like super classic stripper name not (laughs) very general totally and uh yeah so I was and I was kind of thinking I was like well I like the name Sasha and I wanted to pair it with like another S so it was like Sasha and then something else S but I couldn't really come up with anything yeah so I was like well like Going back and forth to the agent, I was like, well, Sasha Bell. And he's like, that's it right there. We'll go with that. I was like, cool. cool. So I did the first week, and I just fell in love. And then from there, I just catapulted. I just The idea started coming, and I just I bought a pole, and I started to work at, at my craft. And, yeah, I just I fell in love. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. I have so many questions for you. <laughs> away. <laughs> yes. So, okay, let's go rewind back to your first amateur night at the penthouse. Like, were you nervous at all? Were you scared? Have you ever done anything like this in terms of getting naked in front of strangers before? <laughs> or like, hell no. Hell no. no. I thought I was going to puke. Oh I was God. so nervous. And I didn't realize that the pole span either. Oh, no. I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't know. So I, the first thing I do as I walk out on stage, I jump on the pole. Oh, and no. The penthouse pole spins. Yes. Like, it is a spinny pole. And I just went for a ride, and I stopped, and I was, like, dizzy, and I just looked at the people in the audience, and I was like, well, I'm just going to shake my butt now. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to stick to the floor now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah, that front pole has got some spin, for sure. Oh, yeah, it's, it's nuts. And I remember... I think it was maybe like 40 seconds into the song, but it wasn't Sam who was, because she was the announcer. I can't remember who was actually in the DJ booth, but oh. he was like, hold up, we're going to change the song. And he changed it to, I think it's a big Sean song, but it's like ass, 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 Oh, ass. Yeah, 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 you're right. That's a good one, too. Yeah. You're lucky. You've got yeah. a good song. <laughs> yeah. I was like halfway through, and he's like, hold up, we're going to change the song. <laughs> and, I, and just like that kind of like humor and energy was something that I just really loved. Like you're just free to just be yourself. And I really enjoyed that. Absolutely. And obviously you did a great job because you won not only once at the <laughs> penthouse, but at the Fox too. That's amazing. Yeah. The Fox was wild. I think man, I miss it so much, but the Fox stage just, it just feels so glamorous and beautiful on that stage. 
So yeah. when I did that amateur, I was like hooked, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get naked for a long time. This is great." <laughs> but then again, so you didn't you didn't um, quickly go into it again. Was there any kind of apprehension, or is it just more like a timing thing in terms of like where you were in your life that you're like, "Okay, I'm thinking about this," or why was there like another pause again? Um, so I was actually, I was looking, I was hired in this restaurant to take over as manager and it was a great restaurant. The food was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, I had, I have an extensive serving background, but I just, I don't know. I just went back to what was comfortable after that relationship and yeah. halfway through, I kind of just went, I've done this and I don't like serving. Like <laughs> this isn't something I want to do <laughs> again. And so I was just like, you know what, like, I'm just going to take the plunge. And of course there's like that, that worry of like, what's my, what's my family going to think? Yeah. What's people who know me going to think? Like, do I even have what it takes to do this? So, you, you know, you have all, all those questions and totally. I kind of just said, fuck it, we're going to do it. <laughs> and then you did. And then, um, where was your first booking? Mm. If you remember. So my very first booking was at the Caddy Shack. Okay. Yes. Yes. The Caddy. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was the in Maple Ridge there. Yeah. Nice. So it was the first week. I remember it was the first week in November because I got so sick. I think it was the second or third day. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's my first booking. I'm super sick. <gasps> no. But, oh, yeah. no. And I had, I had like no dance wear as well, right? Because I... I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, you're so new. I did the first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so a baby stripper. Um, so the I did the first day with what I had put together from my own my own wardrobe, mm-hmm. and I woke up early the next morning to drive into Vancouver to go to Model Express. Yeah, because I had heard it was like stripper central, the mecca, <laughs> and yeah, yeah, the holy grail of everything that we are. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I bought a bunch of stuff, and then that, and that was it. And then wow. finished the week. Yeah, and the rest and is then, history. <laughs> yeah, the rest is history. Yeah, exactly. Incredible. And then obviously you started getting involved with stripper competitions as well, which you've obviously mm-hmm. very, very successful with. Did you want to speak a little about that and how you got involved? Sure. So it was actually the second week I was ever booked. Oh was my in Fort St. John. Okay. Yeah, and I was working. I was working with showgirl extraordinaire Heather Heaven. Oh my gosh, she's amazing. She is, oh <laughs> yeah, she is a force, and um, it just it inspired me because she got on stage and just her presence and everything she was doing and her show was just so from start to finish so incredible and so entertaining. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that is that is awesome. Like, that is definitely, like, stripper goals for me. For sure. And it just, it ignited the showgirl in my heart. And, yeah, I just, from there, I I started to just think, okay, like, if I'm going to put a show together, what would I do in terms of theme? And she had taught me some poi and, and kind of how to to go down that showgirl show route. Right. And she explained contests. And I, and I had talked to the agent about contests. And, mm. yeah, shortly after that, I did rookie, and that kind of catapulted that part. Yeah, yeah. So that's amazing too, because like I feel um, when you first start as a dancer, you're not even aware that there's contests and competitions and stuff like this, and like how far you can really take your craft. Because like 
I've seen shows and they're just like jaw droppingly amazing. Like <laughs> it's a real show. Oh, it's, it's a production. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. From start to finish. Like some girls have their own lights and like uh, put their own music together. It's, it's incredible. Totally. What goes on behind the scenes is, is so much work and it's very inspiring to me. Absolutely. Like you've done quite a bit of competitions yourself. Like, do you have any favorite uh, themes uh, <laughs> that you've done in the past that are memorable? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, like I said, my Space Jam, that was the first idea that came to me that I wanted to create a show. So it has a very special place in my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, but the show that I've used for both Miss Nude West Coast, because I really wanted the show uh, to hold a title. It was my Joker because yes. that uh, start to finish, I that was my true production show. So I had my partner because he uh, he's not a DJ, but like uh, it's his hobby thing. Right? Okay. He's really good at music and he's played professionally and whatnot. But he's he's super good with music and and cues and timing. Awesome. So I sat down with him and I gave him a list of music. Um, and I had him put a set together for me. Oh. So this was the first show from, yeah, yeah, it was, I sat down and I was like, this is going to be a true production. Oh, wow. Um, so I did, I designed the costume. Um, I designed the lighting, like what lighting I wanted, where, um, the music was custom. Um, yeah, I had every problem imaginable for this show. Wow. I had put so much time into my fire show for this. Mm-hmm. So I think, and I did win Miss Nude. I had two shows for that one, but the one I did on um, the final night was my Joker. So wow. I think that one is probably, yeah, my biggest accomplishment. So cool. And like, as you said, it is 100% a true production. Like, how do you even like what what is your process in terms of like getting a theme um start like designing the costumes getting the music together and making sure that everything is just like seamless like how, how do you do you have a process for that at all um i kind of just wing it <laughs> to be honest in the beginning <laughs> i don't really know what i'm doing so i just kind of try things out um but it starts with something that i love because that, I guess that that's just, you know, where the creativity comes from. It's just like, what do I love and how, how do I translate that into stripping? Right. So Space Jam has been one of my favorite movies since I, it came out. I was super young. <laughs> um, and I just, I was watching it one day and I was like, and the show just came to me. Like it was just piece, little pieces of the movie. I was like, oh, I could put this here and I could put that there and the soundtrack to Space Jam is already a banger itself so that's yeah, cool totally. um, and then the Joker I was actually on the plane up to Fort St. John I do believe mm-hmm. and I was just like I was watching the Dark Knight on the plane up there and I was like hmm, I could make this show too uh, this is show too I think so I started <laughs> to design the costume and I, I hit up my designer um BBI and yes, uh, she's amazing. I was just like, what can we do with this? Yeah, oh my god, Karen's stuff is so beautiful. Beautiful, yeah, for um, sure. So yeah, so she she sent she gave me this incredible like the fabrics and I was like, yes, this is beautiful. So yeah, it just comes from a place of like what I love mm-hmm. and then I kind of go with what I'm thinking for a costume and I hand it off to the goddess herself and she creates her magic yeah. and then when I get the costume back 
I go from there. So I look at the costume and I'm like, okay, like what props from the movie can I take into this? And then when it comes to music, I try to have one or two songs either from a soundtrack if it's like a movie theme or mm-hmm. um, something that fits the theme. Yeah. And then I just have some like popular stuff in there in between. But the music is totally trial and error. Yeah. Um, and it, and I, ch- I change up the music if it's not a custom set. I changed up bar to bar because, you know, people like different things, right? Absolutely. And obviously you're you're winging it and your work has paid off because <laughs> you, you've obviously won. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. I, and I was, uh, so when I did Miss Nude, um, the winning one for 2019 when I won, mm-hmm. I was 18 weeks pregnant. <laughs> <gasps> what? So, uh, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I was so pregnant for that. So oh the, my God. I hold that title very close to me <laughs> just because I, beyond just like, you know, all the amazing girls that were there to even, you know, that I was fortunate to place to do it while I felt so uncomfortable yeah. was incredible to me. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah, you absolutely deserve the win. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> well, speaking of pregnancy, um, you've obviously had a child and I would like to kind of move the conversation over to, uh, I guess, motherhood. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. So, okay. So you found out you were pregnant. Was this something that was like, oh, whoops, uh, I'm pregnant. This is what's happening. Or is it something that you were planning that's like you're at this stage in your life where like it's time to have a baby? Like, what about my career? What, like, how did you, what was your, I guess, experience with that? <laughs> yes. So definitely not planned. <laughs> it was a bit of a whoops. Um, but I, I had always told myself, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but I had always told myself that if I didn't have kids by a certain age, mm-hmm. I wasn't like I, I wouldn't have any because I wasn't for a long time. I was set on I didn't want kids, but then it just turned to well, I mean. Maybe. If it happens, it happens, I suppose. Oh. And then lo and behold he's born a month after I turn this age. So oh. I guess I guess I guess the universe was listening to me. <laughs> totally. It's meant um, to be. <laughs> but, but yeah, when I found out I was pregnant, um, it definitely all of the questions, it was, Do I wanna do this? Like what about my career? Mm-hmm. Am I even going to be a good mom? Like all of the things that I was feeling for sure. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I told my partner, and and we decided that this is what we were doing, and and wow. we would tackle it together, and you know, we have um, a beautiful little boy now. Yay! Congratulations again. <laughs> That's such a nice story. <laughs> so I guess like all those questions were running through your head. What, when did you, like, how many weeks pregnant were you when you decided, okay, like, I actually can't physically dance anymore? Oh, uh, yeah, so, um, so, Miss Nude, I was 18, so, I was in Alberta working, um, and the first week I was out here, because I was supposed to be out here for three weeks, mm-hmm. and the first week I was working was fine, I was okay, yeah. so I think I was... I would have been 15 weeks at that point oh and this was in October and I was, yeah, I was planning to work until the end of November. Okay. Um, but the next week, I think halfway through the week, I quote unquote popped 
And oh. all of a sudden, I couldn't move my body. Like, pole work was not happening. Oh. I was so uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I had reached the point where I was done. And uh, I tried to do my third week out here, but I had to leave after, like, two days. On the third day, I was like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. So I left halfway through. Um, I called Stripper, uh, and I was like, I'm sorry, I have to I have to let go of my bookings. I kept, because I was at the penthouse next week, so I kept that one. Because yeah. it's a fairly it's gentler shift. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and then I kept... I kept the next week because that was Miss Nude, and I was like, hey, oh I don't God. know if I'm coming back. Um, I could be retiring forever, and if I do, like, I want a title before I retire. Oh. Like, it's, it's a goal of mine. I need to do that. So if I – this is my last week ever. I want to go out on the highest note possible. For sure. And I did. So, <laughs> yeah, I did. So that was great. <laughs> oh, my God. And then, yeah, sorry, that, that, that was, was the last one. Yeah. 18 weeks was the cutoff. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Holy crap. And like how did you ever get any like morning sickness or anything like that or any kind of pain and at all when you were dancing or how are you feeling if you remember? Um I was very fortunate to not get any morning sickness. Oh. Um I was just so tired. Yeah. Um <laughs> the week after I found out I was pregnant, I was working at JJ's. Yeah. And uh they have a beautiful setup there for us and I just like I was snoozing so much and someone made a comment about how I sleep a lot and I was and I hadn't nobody knew at this point right because I was still processing yeah and I was like oh if you only knew (laughs) (laughs) I'm sleeping a lot for a reason yeah um but yeah no morning sickness and then towards the end before I stopped um because your ligaments and everything in your hips start to stretch out Mm -hmm. I started to get some pain in my hip Right. So, but other than that, like I, I had a really good pregnancy. I didn't have a whole lot of trouble with it. So that oh, was wow. good. Very lucky. <laughs> yes. I've, I've heard horror <laughs> stories, so I'm very thankful. <laughs> I mean, amidst the actual like physical changes that were happening to your body, did you experience any changes that were happening mentally as well in terms of like prepara- um, preparing for, for motherhood and when your baby was going to be born? Oh, yeah, a lot of panic. <laughs> so much panic. Naturally. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I I don't know in terms of a lot of, like, my mental state other than just worrying about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just, I it, up until maybe a couple months before he came, I... I really didn't have a whole lot. I was just like, oh, yeah, like, this is okay. You know, so going, I was, you know, watching TV, eating good, yeah. taking care of myself. <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah, the last trimester, the last three months, I started to panic at that point. I was like, oh, my gosh, what am I doing? How am I going to have this baby? I was worrying about where am I going to put the baby? Do I have everything I need for the baby? Oh, my mm-hmm. God, I have to give birth to the baby. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, so I was good up until the end, and then... Oh, I was a, I was a bit of a basket case towards the end. That's for sure. For sure. I mean, the super like I'm sure your anxiety levels were just like through the roof <laughs> at that oh, point. Oh yeah, yeah you're, <laughs> it's you're preparing for something you don't even know what to expect. 
the biggest life change possible. So, you know, panic a little. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. And like, I mean, there's only so much you can prepare or what you think you should prepare for and stuff like, (laughs) and especially for something like motherhood, that's something you've obviously never done before. (laughs) I guess what were some, like once your child was born, what were some of the things that shocked you that were like, I was not prepared for this at all (laughs) can you recall anything oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) for sure um I feel like when you're pregnant you prepare so much for the pregnancy and for the birth Mm -hmm. and like people tell you that because they call the fourth trimester the first three months after the baby's born okay you don't really prepare for that like you you know you're gonna lose sleep and you know you know these (laughs) things but I did not prepare for how I would feel mentally um when the baby was born um we this is called the golden hour and that's when the baby latches and you feed the baby and it's like this magical hour of bonding yeah and we had that and I felt connected to the baby for the first few weeks and then like the sleep deprivation and the constant being in need Mm -hmm. kicks in and you kind of like lose the connection like obviously you love your baby and that never goes away but I lost that connection and of course I'm freaking out like oh my god I'm I'm a terrible mother Mm -hmm. I've lost this connection do I not love my baby and then you know, you start to talk to people and, and I, I had a midwife, which was great. So you can talk to them mm-hmm. for six weeks up, um, after the birth as well. And I was telling her, I was like, and she was like, it's totally normal. Yes. It happens. So the, the post the postpartum depression is, is basically what it is. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I have a history with depression and, and mental health as it is. So I kind of figured this would happen to me, but yeah. I did not prepare for the level of, mood swings that would occur because I mean with the sleep deprivation and then just this serious life change your brain just kind of goes into what the fuck is happening totally absolutely that 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 shocked me for sure I was not expecting to be so uh, so moody essentially yeah no and that's like totally understandable and I'm really I was about to actually about to ask you about postpartum depression because I it's I feel like so many people just like need to start talking about it because it is a thing and it's it is common for that to happen yeah yeah and I just yeah 100 100 percent yeah, like, and I just really am glad that you brought that up because I just feel like a lot of new mothers, like, are still in the, uh, I guess, impression that it's a, you know, don't ask, don't tell. It's a hush-hush thing. It's a private thing that's between the family. And I feel like the the attitude towards that kind of needs to change in terms of, like, really addressing yeah. where you are, men- like, mentally. It's super important. Yeah, we talk about all other forms of mental health, and there's this very weird, like, energy around being parents. Like, mm-hmm. everyone has expectations, society has these expectations. It's just, it's a very weird, like, motherhood is, and, and, and parenthood is, it's got this weird, like, perfection around it that just doesn't exist. Yes. And um, <laughs> I feel like, a lot of mom and mom guilt is is so terrible and yeah. I feel like a lot of moms have this mom guilt because 
oh, they don't, you know, they don't feel connected to the baby 24-7. They don't want to pay attention to the baby 24-7. You know, they feel burnt out or touched out. Like, they don't want to, they don't want their baby to touch them because it's been touching them all day. And mm-hmm. things that are just totally normal human feelings that if another human, like a grown adult human, was acting this way towards you, you'd feel that way towards them too. You'd be like, bro, give me some space. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but ba- babies can't give you the space, right? No. So um, it's it's totally normal and the mood swings and the hormones and the life change. And I, I definitely wish that that was something that was more talked about because mm-hmm. it is totally normal. Um you know, your, your life is being sent for a loop and you're <laughs> doing all these things on minimal sleep. Like, <laughs> you're about to not feel okay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, like, it's totally 100% okay for you to feel like that. Your feelings are, are mm-hmm. uh, like, absolutely valid as well. And, again, like, I just wish that this is more of a regular conversation that new mothers Mm-hmm. have and I'm glad that you have your midwife yeah. to talk to and I'm sure you have like close family and friends to talk about it as well um but as you said like there's like a weird attitude or a weird kind of like stigma around it which is I feel odd <laughs> yeah right like we can talk about all these other things but when it comes to raising kids people are so opinionated uh-huh. and it's very like black and white to people and I just really. that's not conducive to to being a human so how you how do you raise a human like that you know absolutely and there's not like there's any like guidebooks really because like there's so many different (laughs) ways to approach parenting right like so many different yeah yeah. and and the the parenting books that are out there bullshit (laughs) (laughs) you can try to you can try to apply that to your child and you know there's some good tips and tricks here and there but your baby is going to do whatever your baby is going to do. And you're kind of just along for the ride. (laughs) It's an overall like learning process, right? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they're their own, you know, it's a, it's a little human. They're their own person and it takes time to get to know them. And, Mm -hmm. and I still like, I have days where I'm like, what, how am I going to get through this? Like bad days. I don't think they just, they come and go. Right. So, It's just you have to get to know your little human and what works for them and what works for you as a family and go from there. Yeah, totally. And that's some great advice too because, as I said, like I feel like there's no right or wrong answer. It's just like a process in terms of like, okay, there's a human that I created. (laughs) How do I deal with this? How do I keep exactly. it alive? <laughs> exactly. And I mean, honestly, as long as the baby is alive, <laughs> you're, you're doing good. You're surviving. Yeah, you, you're have, good. you have to set. Yeah, you, you have to set the expectations pretty Absolutely. low. And again, I still struggle because I'm a very like not a perfectionist, but I have my tendencies that clash with having a baby for sure. Mm. So, like what? Yeah, it's, it's a struggle. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for like sure. I'm very like okay, so at this time we do this, at this time we do that. Like, uh, okay. I, I'm not a, I'm not a super routine person, mm-hmm. but yet I, I have a set routine. Like, this is what I do throughout the day. Um, and yeah, babies are kind of like, well, no, I want to do this today. So, <laughs> and like, and cause you have to, you have to work around their naps and, and thankfully I do have a baby that is 
generally fairly consistent with nap times and bedtimes and wake times. And But you have to plan around them. And then, you know, when you're cooped up in the house, especially with COVID, like, you're not, you're not doing a whole lot. So when no. you get that small opportunity to go somewhere and the baby decides that that's not a time that works for them, it can be so heartbreaking and frustrating. So sure. that's where I struggle because I'm like, I'm very set. Okay, I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. And then when that doesn't happen, I'm just like, Cheers. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. And how I guess if there's if there are some mothers out there too, like wh- how have you been coping? And do you have like any advice for them or or people that are pregnant right now? Like <laughs> any coping um, mechanisms that you have? <laughs> yeah, I mean, start with just lowering your expectations to pretty much none. <laughs> it's and to just have grace with yourself, like, it's it's so hard. Mm-hmm. You know, people say it's hard, but, like, it's harder than hard. And I definitely don't want to scare anyone because, obviously, it's it's magical at the same time. But, um, yeah, just, just reach out to whoever you can. Be honest with how you feel. Mm-hmm. If you are comfortable with a midwife, like, because you can have a midwife and a doctor. Get a midwife. They are, they are angels sent from above. Um <laughs> And they, they, like, come to your house and check on you. Like, it's it's definitely a huge part of the postpartum support system. Okay. So I would suggest a midwife, reaching out to whoever you can. Mm-hmm. And even when it comes to the birth, like, you know, because you have your birth plan and you want things to go how you want them to go and, and how you would prefer them to go. But they might not go that way. And mm-hmm. it can be hard to deal with afterwards if it doesn't. So... Low expectations, good support, <laughs> and just, just prepare for everything. <laughs> That's great. And obviously, you've been doing such a great job as a new mom. Again, he's, you said almost six months at, at this time? At... Uh, just six months. There you go. Yeah. That's... Just six months. Yeah. It's a huge milestone. So, congratulations <laughs> on that. <laughs> We did it. We made it. Happy year. <laughs> um, I also wanted to talk to you about um, your return to work as well. So I know that you've also recently uh, completed your first week back at the clubs. So I think you were yep. at Bondi's. Yeah. Did you want to speak about that? Sure. Yeah. So I last night was my last night at my first week back at Bondi's. Mm-hmm. It was so many emotions (laughs) um because on one hand I'm going back not with like an all-new body but your body changes of course you know you you had a baby um so I was dealing with that and I had to have a cesarean so I do have a scar so I was like oh man are people gonna see it Mm. like that's you know dead giveaway for like I've had a baby yeah you know all those things so I was definitely worried about how I would feel okay um I had tried on my heels before work to be like, can I even walk in them anymore? <laughs> and I felt like a newborn deer. So I was like, oh my gosh, how am I going to get on stage in my heels <laughs> and dance? <laughs> oh my gosh. But um, yeah, I, I, because they have this little, at Blondie's, the stage, just this curtain, and you like walk out onto the stage, it's pretty glorious. <laughs> so I was behind the curtain and the DJ called my name, and I was just like, I was, again, ready to puke. I was so nervous. <laughs> and then I just, 
I went through that curtain and I stepped on the stage and I was like, oh, yes, I'm home. <laughs> and I just, I didn't, didn't think about the audience. It wasn't very busy, you know, Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. Um, so there wasn't really anyone there. And I, you know, I say hi to people, but the audience wasn't my focus. I just listened to the music and I just danced my heart out. I just, I just went for it. It was like a year's worth of dance just came out. And then I, just, <laughs> I was such a sweaty mess afterwards in the change room. And I was like trying to catch my breath because that's a lot of work for, for yeah. not moving that much in a year. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, yeah. And then the nerves kind of melted away. And I was like, oh, yeah, I can still do this. It's totally. still there. Yay. <laughs> so you had a pretty good homecoming then. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And Blondies is great. The staff is super nice, and the stage is glorious, and the pole goes from spin to static to, to non-spin. Okay. Yeah. And I was very thankful for that because I was not ready to take on that spin pole. So, <laughs> <we were> good. <laughs> That's awesome. Like, And I also wanted to talk to you in terms of, like, how did you decide that you wanted to go back to work and especially going back to sex work? Was that something that you were thinking of during your pregnancy um, or also like when you were a new, newborn mother? Is that something where you were like, okay, I'm definitely going back to work or were you like question mark up in the air? Is this something I want to do again? Can I do this again? Yeah, it was definitely the latter. I was more question mark. like what's my body gonna do after this am I gonna feel comfortable do I even want to go back kind of thing and during my pregnancy when I had stopped dancing I was pretty content I was like yeah you know what maybe but I don't think I'm gonna go back I think this might be the end Mm -hmm. um and then after the birth I didn't think about anything other than the baby for for the first three months (laughs) yeah (laughs) So definitely wasn't a question in my mind then. But once things had settled down, I was kind of like, I was getting that stage itch. I was like, man, like the lights, the glamour. And I was Mm. looking at my costumes because I had them hung in a closet. And I was like, oh, I only had it set in my head. I'm definitely not going to work as much as I did. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to work as hard as I did. Like maybe I'll travel here and there. I don't know. Yeah. did know that I wanted to return for some weeks here and there. So, okay. you know, after my first week, I'm still in that mindset of I'm not willing to do back-to-back weeks, you know, right. months on end or anything like that anymore. Yeah. Um, but I, ha- I have that itch I got to scratch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I was going to ask, like, how do how do you intertwine – uh, motherhood and like being a new mom, being a new parent with working, like in terms of scheduling and stuff too. Um, how are you doing all of this? <laughs> oh, it was so hard. Um, so thankfully my partner took, um, a day off his work, um, middle of the week. So mm-hmm. it was actually Wednesday. So after my first night back, I could get some sleep, Okay, but it's so hard. So especially with, a club that's open a bit later like I'm not getting home until two or three in the morning and then you have to eat and shower and wind down yeah and by the time I'm ready to go to bed um my baby will wake up for his early morning feed Mm. to feed him and then I go back to bed and then you know maybe a few hours later he's up for good so I'm only getting like 
for maybe five hours of sleep if I'm lucky. Wow. Um, and then if I can nap, well, he naps, I will, but it's unlikely. So I'm going the day, <laughs> taking care of my baby, you know, business as usual. And then I get ready for work and I, I go to work at night and it's, it's a lot. It's, it's definitely heavy spiritual, mm-hmm. getting up with the baby, business as usual. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a heavy heavy schedule for sure. Yeah. But I mean, it's also nice to go out and actually talk to adults because <laughs> I don't <laughs> face to face. Don't talk to a lot of adults during the days. So. <laughs> That's a good way of looking at it for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But really, I was so socially awkward the first few days because when you spend your, cause you do the baby talk, you're like, Oh my little baby. And you like repeat things. And you've got this little voice and then you get into a, a strip, club and you're like oh, how do I do this again <laughs> how do you talk to clients again <laughs> yeah, right? like, like how do I be a, how do I be a normal person again because I don't <laughs> the floor for the first few days I was so nervous yeah I bet and again those feelings are completely valid for sure especially when you've taken like basically a year off <laughs> and you're like yeah what do and, I then, do? and again with with COVID like you're not going mm-hmm. anywhere. You're not talking to people. People aren't coming over kind of thing. So to get thrown back into a club setting is, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. And it's definitely, as you said, like really weird, uh, like timing with COVID and stuff like that. And everything's yeah. a bit different, right? So <laughs> it's just a weird time, weird yeah. year overall. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Um, you do have a few questions here from your fans and your audience as well. So I kind of wanted to move the conversation that way too. Um, Let's get into it. So first question here, (laughs) when are you going to be at JJ's? When am I going to be at JJ's? I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't have any plans to travel. Mm -hmm. I'm just not ready to be away from my baby for that long. Fair enough. Um, But when I know, I will will let everyone know for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll be plugging you at the end of the show too. So that's one way you can kind of keep up with Sasha. So (laughs) stay tuned. Um, How many months did you stay at home until returning back to work? Uh, Six months. Wow. That's amazing. Yes. Six months exactly. So. <laughs> Crazy, and that was something that you had planned, or you were kind of deliberate with that timing as well, or no? I just kind of um, was playing it by ear because I wanted to make sure he was sleeping well and and that we were ready to kind of dip dip our toes into that schedule as a family. And I see. Yeah, I kind of woke up one day and I was like, well. Uh, let's give it a go. See what happens. It's time. <laughs> let's do the damn it's thing. It's time. Yeah. <laughs> Dust off the heels. <laughs> um, what are some of the challenges you're facing as a new mother? Um, I think the biggest one is just balancing who I am, like as as a person, as myself, mm-hmm. and who I am now as a mom. Okay. And that definitely does clash with the Sasha personality as well, right? So I'm trying to find and balance being a mom 
mm-hmm. with being who I am, with being Sasha and mixing all these personalities because as a mom, you it's like you're supposed to put on your mom jeans and get a minivan and <laughs> and have this like super squeaky clean personality, which just obviously is not me at all. <laughs> so it's very interesting within society and within myself trying to put together the balance of my sensuality, my personality, and still being a mom and and being okay with still having those personalities and not not feeling that quote-unquote mom guilt for for still being the person that I am. Because, no, society and says that being being a stripper or being a, a sexual woman and a mom is you can't you're not allowed to do that so. yeah like, even though that's how the baby got there in the first place for sure <laughs> <laughs> that's really interesting I, I love how you said that too because um obviously our our aliases and our stage uh personas they're like a different character mm-hmm. and then you also have kind of like your normal day-to-day, like who you are as a person outside of work character, but also now you have this third character personality that is being a new mom. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's really fascinating because do you find that pieces of all of your personalities shine on stage or sometimes they shine when you're being a mom and stuff? Do they ever mix together or, or how are you doing that? I just wanted you kind of if you want to share more detail about that, because I think it's really interesting. Yeah, um, 100%, yeah, 100%. It definitely all does come together. Um, <laughs> funny <laughs> enough, last night, uh, someone had pointed out that I'm a mom. And, of course, my brain instantly went to, oh, like, mom bod type thing. Mm. But we just got into this conversation, and he was talking about his kids. And, and then he asked me, he's like, I was like, oh, do you, have, do you have a kid? And I was like, yeah, actually, I just, I had my first six months ago. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I could tell. And I was like, oh, my bad. And he's like, you just your energy. And I was like, oh, oh. Well, thank you. Yeah, so I think it does, you just can't help but to mix your personalities. And I do feel more, I wouldn't say confident because I've always been pretty confident, but mm. I do feel more free. Like a part of me when I had him opened up that obviously I didn't know was the and I think that just comes with having a child right. and you just have this just more love within you and more just more happiness right like yeah. with all the you know hard hard parts that come with being a mom there's just such a true happiness right as well so I do think that comes through and then I find Yes, it, I don't. I don't really see a whole lot of Sasha in that, but mm-hmm. yeah, there's there's a happiness um, that 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 is born within you mm. when you become a mom, and I do think that that energy comes across on stage and and in general. But yeah, I definitely do think that that's that reads, and then just with me being me with him, obviously, you know, those personalities mix pretty. Flawlessly and you know, <laughs> these little cute outfits, and I'm these little cute outfits, and it's, yeah. just, it, it all. You worry about how all these things are gonna mix, but they just yeah, kind of just do it naturally. Totally, <laughs> that's awesome. Thank, thank you so much for sharing that. <laughs> yeah, of course. 
Um, just a few more questions here, because I, again, I don't want to take you away from your baby. <laughs> just a few more questions. Uh, I, I think we already talked about this one earlier, but how long did you dance for while pregnant? I think you said up to 18 weeks, was it? Yeah, yeah. So I was 18 weeks officially when I when I hung up the heels. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> it's super admirable, too. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Wow, amazing. Thank you. <laughs> It was uncomfortable. <laughs> I bet it was. <laughs> um, do you feel as though your mentality is going to change in regards to how you deal with customers? Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if it's months of sleep deprivation, but my patience is a lot thinner. Um, I definitely, yeah, I don't. I, uh,. Yeah, I just don't have it in me to, I guess, like, hustle as hard. Um, And I do, like, when I do find myself talking to customers now, I I find myself just kind of, like, giving that that more energy that I have. Mm -hmm. And it is very well received, I did notice, for sure. Um, But I just, yeah, if, if someone says something that's, you know, just not nice or just off-putting. I just don't have it in me to sit there and deal with it. I'm just like, okay, well, have a good night. And, yeah. And get up and go. Like, I definitely have less patience. <laughs> <for sure. laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> and again, that could just be because of the months of sleep deprivation, but <laughs> I'm might, definitely not as, as patient. Might play a factor or two. Yes. <laughs> And the last question here is, um, what are some things you're looking forward to with your return to work? Ooh, um, getting back into shape, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Shedding the last 10 mom pounds, they call it. Yeah, yeah, I'm just, I'm excited to, to entertain again. I'm excited to learn new skills. Um, I'm excited to to incorporate this new part of me into, into my work and, and into the vibe that I bring to the stage. Um, I'm excited to create new costumes yes. and yeah, just new skills and, yeah, <laughs> and just dance, dance my little heart out again. There we go. <laughs> well, everyone here listening, I'm sure they're more than happy to have you back onto the stages. I know that BC is a little limited right now, but <laughs> it's great to have you back yeah. on stage uh, here in the West Coast yes, of Canada. <laughs> oh, thanks. It's happy to be back for sure. I missed all you guys. <laughs> but And I know you have to get back to your baby, but before I let you go, where can we find you? So... In the clubs, I'll actually be out in Alberta. Okay. Um, I'll be in Red Gear at Ecstatic uh, on October 13th. If you're in and around the area and want to see me in person, mm-hmm. um, 1.0 was deleted. So, <laughs> Sasha Bell 2.0, um, you can always contact me through there. I'm not on any other platforms. Um, yeah, so if you, need, if you need to find me, those are the two places. There you go. There you go. And Sasha, it was such a pleasure to get you to know you today. And I really appreciate you taking the time out of a really, really, really busy schedule to come speak (laughs) with me today. (laughs) 
That's all good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm I'm very happy that we could do this. It was really fun. Absolutely. I really hope that it kind of gave some insight maybe to some dancers that, you know, maybe want to get pregnant or they're currently pregnant or, you know, maybe motherhood is something that they want to explore down the line and like how to navigate going back to work. So again, this is a super insightful episode. So yeah. thank you. <laughs> And, um, of course, of course. I mean, we can do it. We're women. Exactly. We are. We're very powerful, and, and we are. We are superheroes. So you know, we just gotta, you just gotta do it. One hundred percent. And that's it for today's episode, guys. Uh, don't forget to like, rate, share, review, and subscribe. Give me a nice little review on Apple Podcasts. And it is stripped by Sia on Instagram, as well as Sia Steph is my personal if you want to get at me. And we'll catch you guys in for another episode next Sunday. See you guys. You're listening to Strip by Sia, hosted, produced, and edited by Steph Sia, artwork by Maria Bellandorama, music by Ted D, and photography by Ian Dabern.